For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm John Swain, and today here in the studio I have Brother Aaron Miller, who is uh, going to give us a little more information about the upcoming Jazz Festival on February 24th. Thank you for coming in, Brother Miller, and having time for us. Once again, you're always willing to give us some exciting information about what's coming up uh, in the jazz world, <laughs> if Absolutely. I may. What can you tell us about this jazz festival? What sparked the idea? Has it is this like an annual type of festival that normally happens? Absolutely. Actually, this is our 25th annual jazz festival. So uh, this has been going on for many, many, many years. Uh, it started before I started teaching here. And I actually had come and, and, and participated and performed in it before I uh, worked here, actually. So um, it's, it was started many years back. Uh, we, we do owe a lot to, uh, to some of the directors that have come before us, um, both uh, Mark Watkins and Wilson Brown. And then they were also helped out by many of the faculty and, and other people on campus uh, to do that. I know Matt Miles was a big contributor earlier in the, in the years. He's, a, he's in the library, actually. So, um, but, you know, we're, we're just really grateful for all the many years of dedication and support that this festival has received um, and, uh, and hope that we continue that. So, but yes, it is an annual festival. Um, we're able to bring usually around 12 to 13 schools, uh, bands from, from the public schools in the area on campus. They get to feel what BYU-Idaho is all about and have a great experience with our bands and, uh, and hearing our program, but also <clears throat> getting to perform theirs and get some feedback from the clinicians that we bring in. Um, it is a, a huge sacrifice and labor of love as far as time goes. Um, but uh, but I'm, I'm really excited to do it. This is my second year directing the, the jazz festival. So. What all uh, is required to direct a jazz festival? Like, who are you connecting with? Uh, you know, is there several meetings you got to be in? Tell me a little more about that. Sure. Uh, you know, the directing of the festival uh, really just requires a lot of administration. And so, you know, we have, there's there's the PR element of it where we're reaching out to as many people as we can to spread the word, like you. Uh, but also, you know, through uh, through campus and, and making sure that, that we're reaching as many students as we can to let them know what's going on. Um, then there's the outreach to the public schools that we have to, to let them know what's what's happening and to uh, invite them to the festival. Um, so keeping those those relationships with the public school teachers uh, close and, and communicating clearly with them. Uh, and then we're really so blessed on this campus to have such a great AV services. Um, everybody in that in that area is such a joy to work with, and, and I feel really, really blessed and honored to work with them. So uh, they're the ones that, that make the show happen, um, that help produce it, uh, you know, and, and it's not a small task. But we, we really appreciate all the work that they do in, in helping that. Um, there's also the ticket office. I mean, it, I, could, I could go on and list everything, but, you know, yeah. mostly these are just the things that keep me up at night and, uh, and make, it, make it difficult for me to sleep for the next couple of weeks until it's over. So, Besides the wonderful music, what all can, uh, you know, attendees enjoy in sure. the film or jazz festival, I'm sorry. Yeah, so there's there's a couple things going on the week of the jazz festival. The first thing is that starting last year, um, we we uh, incorporated 
a chamber jazz concert that's on Thursday night. And the unique thing about this concert, we call it our Mighty Oaks Jazz Fest or uh, uh, Mighty Oaks Recital, Jazz Recital. And we always bring in a former uh, student, somebody who's graduated from BYU Idaho and gone on to uh, either a career in performance or music ed or something like that, where they are doing um, what they studied here and 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 representing us really well. We we like to bring them back and kind of have a, uh, a a recital in their honor. So um, this year we have Robert Sears, who actually um, teaches trumpet out at West Virginia um, University and or University of West Virginia. Excuse me, and uh, he's he's incredible. He was he graduated uh, pretty early in my career when I started here. You know, so this would have been fifteen, sixteen, fourteen years ago. I'm not exactly sure what what year he graduated, but it's been it's been many years, and he's gone on to find a lot of success. Uh, excellent trumpeter, and we're going to be playing his music on Thursday night uh, at seven thirty. the uh, The space on that has to be confirmed yet, still. So I'm. Uh, working on that, but I'll get you that information if you want to promote that. Then on Friday, um, Melissa Aldana, our special uh, guest, our performing artist, will be here. She'll be working with our students in the in the jazz studies program that day, uh, doing some workshops with them, and then a dress rehearsal uh, with the with the big band. Uh, and then on Saturday, that's the day when we have all of the schools on campus, so the all the bands that are coming from the local schools and stuff are, are here on Saturday. Um, and, and we also have a, uh, an, an alumni band this year that's going to be on Friday night. If there's any alumni that hear this, that want to participate in that, uh, that had participated in the, in the jazz program in the past, we'd love to have them, uh, reach out to either me or, um, Dave Ferris is also helping direct that. So, um, we're super excited again, where it's our 25th festival we're we're just wanting to make sure that it's uh, something that we commemorate and uh, and honor the, again all the all the time that's come before us so yeah you mentioned the special uh guests mm-hmm. Melissa Aldana um can you tell me a little more about her yeah Melissa Aldana um she's a Chilean saxophonist incredible player like just she's been um on the scene for for a number of years now and um I feel really grateful that we have her come into to our campus, and, and I know that she's going to put on a great show. Um, she plays with a lot of fire and just is just a, a, a killing saxophonist. Um, but, you know, just some background on her. She's kind of had a pretty uh, rapid rise over the, over the past 10, 15 years. Um, she was, she was kind of first discovered by Danilo Perez, who's a great uh, pianist um, down in Chile, when he was on tour down there, he, he saw her. And um, since then, she was able to, you know, come up to the States and study. She was selected for the Thelonious Monk Institute, which um, it's, in le- if you're not familiar with jazz, it's, it's not, it doesn't mean anything to anybody else. <laughs> but um, it, is, it is really the highest academic honor you could get as a graduate student is to get selected for the Thelonious Monk Institute. And and the reason why is because you're placed in a position that you're working directly with uh, a lot of the um, jazz musicians that are on the scene today. And 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 it can be a real good Kickstarter for your career. Uh, everybody I know that's that's been a part of that has gone on to just great success in the in the music world. So um 
so anyway, she's she's going to be uh, performing uh, a few tunes with the band and then um, some some small group numbers as well. Um, but I think anybody who's a, a lover of jazz or saxophone, I think, is going to just be blown away by the by the show that we've got planned. So, how can you not be a lover of saxophone? <laughs> really, you know, yeah. it just sets a certain vibe. That, well, and she uh, plays with such a beautiful sound and uh, unique color. Um, like I, every time I listen to it, there's there's just this. Uh, I I talked about this with a <clears throat> close friend of mine, one of my mentors. Uh, Brad Good, who teaches down at, in Boulder, where I did my master's degree, that you know the thing that we forget in jazz education sometimes is that we celebrate in in the jazz world, we celebrate unique voices, and so we have to be careful in our education system that we're not creating everybody that sounds the same, that we're creating a space where people explore that. And uh, Melissa is definitely somebody who has a unique voice on the on the horn, and that's not. That's not um, as common as you would think to have somebody that has their own sound, their own approach, and their own um, unique stamp on the on the music. So, yeah, I'm I'm super excited to have her here. So, well, we are gonna have our elite <laughs> bands playing with her, right? Uh, can you tell me a little more about the students who kind of wear different hats? You know, with playing with both. Sound Alliance in the big band, like what? Yeah, it was what the big drives band Sound Alliance? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so we have we have we have Sound Alliance, which they'll be joined by Melissa, and then um, we have some um, kind of pro uh, pro ensemble, I guess you could say, made up of some faculty members and some of our guest artists that will be playing the small group numbers with with Melissa. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean. I've I've mentioned it before, you know, our our ensemble is never made up of 100%, you know, music majors. Um it's very frequent that we have like one of one of our students right now is in um I he, I don't want to say it wrong. I think he's in the mechanical engineering department, but I know like he loves working with cars and like that kind of thing, you know, <laughs> and changing oil and all that stuff. Uh you know, and we have we have some others that uh that are in music, but ne- not necessarily in jazz, like as their main focus. Uh, we have some that are in education that are studying that, and uh, and again, this music teaches you so much about um, diversity and looking for unique voices and celebrating, you know, people's uniqueness, which I think is actually a, a an important thing for all of us is to is to look for the good in others and see what's you know and and recognize what's special about them. And celebrate that, and not not try to push that away. So, throughout the years you've been a part of this jazz festival, mm-hmm. and maybe many other jazz festivals that you've attended and been a part of, can you tell me some innovative things that you're seeing and hearing, and give me your opinion on the future of jazz? Mm. Uh. Well, I'm hopeful <laughs> with the future of jazz. Um, like like most of the arts, you know, it's dependent upon there being an educated audience that appreciates it. Um, where we live in a culture that is uh, a commercialist culture, um, you know, I, I I just released an album last year, and I'm kind of learning the uh, the ins and outs of 
of uh, what the music industry actually looks like <laughs> and the uh, the ugly underbelly of of reality when when you put something out and 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 then wait and hope that people pick it up you know and, and enjoy it um, but it is it is one of those things that just takes time uh, and and I think that's one of the things that this festival is doing such a good job of is that um, we have a diversity of uh, of of the bands that come, there's a there's a, a vast range of of both junior high and high school bands that all play at very different levels and come from different programs. Some of them come from programs where they have two or three big bands at their schools, and others come from a program where that's the only band that they've got, you know, only jazz band that they've got at their school. Um, and and I feel like it's hopeful uh, because people are still take they they still see some value. In teaching this music, you know, um, it is a it is a pretty integral part, I think, of most students' education, and and mostly because it's the only style that we teach that naturally encourages improvisation. Uh, and we live in a world right now that just, you know, believing what you're told and and going along with things doesn't really get you very far. You you know you you asked about innovation. Well, the the whole the whole art is looking in in jazz is looking for ways to innovate and and ways to create something different and new and and personal and uh and so i feel like it's hopeful um and it it might represent a small piece but it is it is a hopeful a hopeful one so. for the high school students and you know younger artists that attend this festival and many more after it. Uh, not saying that you would try to recruit them, but what are some encouraging words that you can, uh, that you would give them to continue what they're doing, the path that they are on? And maybe even if they have, you know, BYUI in their vision, you know, to come along into the program. Yeah, I would I would say to any of them that you know we we have a spot for them. We have a place for them. This is a, a great place to study music and to study jazz. Um, there is a really great community of students that are into this and that um, support it and that are looking for more friends that'll come join them. Um, but but the other thing is that um, you know coming to these festivals, you're you're getting an experience and. Uh, an opportunity to get exposure to great musical playing and performance, right? And uh, that that exposure is not really. I mean, it's. I ha I have memories of when I was a kid, and I went to a lot of festivals as part of the bands that I was playing in, and I don't really remember playing so much, but I do remember seeing like my heroes on the stage, like, and seeing performers that I didn't know about until I went to the festival and then I heard them and it just changed my life. So, you know, I know that there's going to be some students out there that when they hear Melissa play, that it's going to impact them in a way that they probably didn't expect. Um, and, uh, and, and that's what, that's what gives me hope back to your other question, <laughs> you know, is the, is the giving this opportunity to someone to be able to uh, be intimately uh, attached to the to the performance and 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 experience it is huge. 
uh, it, it's I, I really think it's a priceless opportunity, especially considering that, you know, if they come to the concert, even anybody that comes to the concert, they pay $12, which I don't know. Some people might feel as high. I don't, I don't feel that that is high at all um, for the, for the quality of show that you get and the, the artistry that you're going to be able to experience. So um, I think it's about the same as a movie or less, depending on what time you go to the movies. <laughs> so we don't have any popcorn though. So we'll have to, we'll have to work on that. But. Let the music be popcorn. <laughs> let the music be food and let it feed you. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's how I feel when I'm <laughs> attending the show for sure. Um, the pieces and tunes that you guys are going to mm-hmm. be performing, is that solely music from Melissa or? Yeah. So the stuff we're performing with her, you know, there's uh there's three tunes that the band has been working on, uh, to perform with Melissa. Those are all compositions of hers and they've been arranged by one of my favorite composer and arrangers. Uh, his name is Jim McNeely and man, like the, the charts he writes are just, they're just beautiful. They're stunning. Um, and, and I think anybody that comes to the show will, will hear that. Uh, and then just this morning, she sent me some, some, uh, brand new music that she's just written that she wants to try out. Uh, and that'll be, that'll represent kind of the small group numbers. So I think, uh, I think, you know, the, the exposure is going to be, is going to be to Melissa's music, uh, predominantly, but you know, the other tunes that I have programmed, uh, are going to be. I think great for anybody in the audience. Uh, Vocal Union is going to join us on a tune as well and sing, sing one song with us. So we're excited to to have them share the stage with us. Um, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a great show. We're going to open with a with a Duke Ellington number that is just uh, it it swings so hard. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. Yeah. Never can go wrong with the classic That's Duke right. Ellington piece, right? Yep. So give us the information. What what's uh, the details uh, we should know about the show? Yeah, so so tickets are on sale now. Uh, the show is Saturday, uh, February twenty fourth. I hope I have that right. <laughs> mostly I mostly I know that it's on Saturday and it's the last Saturday of the of the month. Um, but uh, it's going to be in the BYU Idaho Center. Um, it's a great space, a uh, great stage. Like I said, we have great support from AB Services, and we love we love all the work that they do, and appreciate it. Um, but uh, tickets are twelve dollars, and uh, it's going to be a great show. I I can't wait. Me either. Thank you for your time and information, Brother Miller. And thanks, John. <laughs>